this week, as I spent time with the Lord, He was obviously pointing out to me the change of season in the natural. You know, we've gone from winter and we're now in spring. Uh, there's been a bit of spring rain around, which is lovely. The, the ground is starting to look a little less brown and a little more green. Some of the plants in my garden, not for any um, sense of my effort, are all of a sudden starting to flower on their own. It's quite amazing how they do that. And um, there's just a change in the natural. And as I spent time with the Lord on this, uh, he took me to a one, one little statement by King Solomon in his, in his book called The Song of Solomon. And in chapter 2, and it says, chapter 2, verse 11, and it says this. It says, see, exclamation mark, see, S-double-E, exclamation mark, see, the winter is gone. In other words, open your eyes and notice there's a shift in the season. See, the winter has gone. And as I spent time with the Lord on that, he started to remind me of all of the the prophetic words that over the last maybe six to eight weeks have, have come out as we've worshipped together corporately. And every time that we've been worshipping, there's been these little prophetic words of encouragement coming out during our worship where the Lord's saying, it's a new season. It's a new season. And so this morning, what I want us to do is I want to share some thoughts and I want to give us an opportunity to actually align ourselves with what God is declaring over us as a people so that we can step into and walk in what He's doing. Even as Jesus said, I can only do what I see my Father doing. And I only say what I hear my Father speaking. And we want to be that kind of people. We want to see what God's up to and we want to join Him in advancing His kingdom in the lives of all of the people around us and of the way that we go about doing it as a church. <coughs> now, last month, uh, during our worship, uh, someone had a picture from God, and they shared this picture with me, and this picture was, there was a tree with covered in leaves, I guess you could say, a bit like this one that we're all sitting under today, covered in leaves, and it was being buffeted very aggressively by wind and the elements. And it was flailing under the pressure of the wind. But what was interesting was that not one single leaf fell off the tree. And then they said in this picture from the, from the Lord, the wind stopped. And he said to me, it was as if there was a change of season and then all the leaves fell off. And so we spent some time talking and praying about this and, and seeking the Lord. And the Lord, we felt like the Lord was saying this, that that tree, with all of its leaves on, was a picture of us as a church. And we had been under a season of incredible buffeting by the works of the enemy. There had been a lot of buffeting going on in people's personal lives, inside their marriages, inside their health circumstances, inside their finance, areas of finance and relationships. There's just this continual sustained buffeting of the work of the enemy, but then it stopped. And then all the leaves fell off. And you know, over the last 
probably two years or 18 months at least, there's been a lot of people who've decided that it's no longer time for them to be a part of Vineyard Pine Rivers. And for some, the Lord has moved on beautifully. They've heard his voice and he's called them on. And it was, it's been such a joy to be able to bless and release. And many have left without, without us ever knowing really why. Not for lack of trying to communicate or ring or email and all that sort of stuff to find out, hey, we've noticed you're not around anymore. But for whatever reason, they've moved on. And all of the leaves fell off the tree. Then, about um, a week or, or two weeks after um, this, um, this picture was given to us, another person in the church came to me and said, we've been praying for Nicole and you and the church, and as we've been praying, we saw this great big field, like a farmer's field, and it's all been, you know, tilled and in lined, and, and all this planting's been going into it over the last few years and they said as far as the eye could see there was all these new green shoots breaking through all the ground and they said we think the Lord is bringing new life again to the to the to, to Vineyard Pine Rivers to this local church and you know what was really awesome was that in less than one week from that person telling us this another person quite independent of that person came and told us nearly verbatim the exact same picture from the Lord. And I went, you know what, Lord, you're on to something here. You're up to something. And it's just been so wonderful to all of a, re all of a sudden realize the winter is gone. Amen. It's spring in the Lord. And there's lots of little green shoots happening all over the place. Our youth are experiencing an outpouring of the Holy Spirit when they meet. There's, in the last, last month alone, a few people have actually come into faith in relationship with Jesus. Some folk have even had their physical bodies healed. Just all of a sudden, there seems to be this new green shoots, new green life, new sense of God's moving among us, and He's even been adding to the church again, even as He promised with His work of His Holy Spirit. And so I want to make a declaration over us as Vineyard Pine Rivers and say, see, the winter is gone. And now it's time to align yourself with the work of God in this season. Not last season, this season. What he's doing right now with us as his people. And to look for all of the little invitations and the green shoots of his kingdom that are starting to break through the crust of our thinking and our hearts and our disappointments and our sense of hopelessness. But let hope arise in you because Jesus is in you, the hope of glory, and he's bringing new life to each and every one of us. I want to, um, you know, like I said before, I'm, I'm not really a great gardener at all. But I quickly got online last night and they said there's a few things you should do in the springtime to help your gardens. And I'm sure some of you are really busy about that already, but I'm, I'm not there yet. 
Um, but they, they say it's, it's a time in spring where you must do a few things. The first is weed out the junk of the last season. Throw some fertiliser on and plant, plant, plant. Because the spring is coming and so is the summer and the new life that will come with that. And so I thought about that and I thought, well, let's just take some time and think about our heart and our, and our lifestyle with Jesus. And I just want to give you a few little encouragements. How about now, by aligning yourself with this new life of God in this season, how about we just weed out all the pride and, and self-elevation that's in our life and start planting humility, humility, humility. How about we weed out pride and lofty thinking and self-elevation and let's choose the way of Jesus who being in nature very God himself and yet humbled himself and took on flesh and became one of us. Let's take the way of Jesus, not self-elevation, but the way of humility. So let's weed out the pride and plant and sow humility. How about this? Oh, well, James 4, 6 says, He gives us more grace, and that's why Scripture says, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. How about we do this one? Let's, let's do some weeding. Let's weed out all the anger that's in our lives from this past season of hardness and, 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 and disappointment and brokenness and sustained sickness and all the anger that wants to build up in us. Let's weed that out with the help of the Holy Spirit. And let's instead sow to the Holy Spirit self-control. Because that's who, that's one of who, the fruits of who he is among us. So what are we, we going to weed out anger and we're going to plant and sow self-control. Proverbs 29, 2, 22 says, An angry person stirs up dissension and a hot and tempered, tempered one commits many sins. But in Galatians 5 it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. And against such things there is no law. How about we also weed out unbelief? All that disappointment that says, see, God's not going to come through for you. Let's weed out the unbelief and let's sow faith another work of the Holy Spirit. Let's sow to the work of the Spirit in this season and see faith rise up and break through in our circumstances and in our lives. Hebrews 3 says, See to it, brothers, that none of you has got a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another as long as it is called today so none of us might be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Stay soft, people. It's a new season. God is at work among us. He's at work in your life and circumstance. Look for the green shoots. Look for the new life. How about we do this one? Let's weed out revenge. Let's weed out revenge. You know all those people that have hurt you and said something to you that just offended you and you, your immediate heart response was, 
Well, I, I can't tell you what yours is, but sometimes mine is very base. Let's just put it that way. But let's weed that stuff out of us. And let's sow to the work of the Holy Spirit. Let's sow to forgiveness. Forgiveness, the way of the cross, the way of our Saviour, the way of our King who hung on a cross and said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. How about you try that one next time someone offends you or says something to you that you take issue with? Father, forgive them. How about you sow to that? Uh, what about this one? Let's weed out complaining. Let's weed out complaining. And why don't we plant and sow praise? Let's weed out complaining and plant and sow praise. Philippians 2.14 says, Do everything without complaining. Hey, you know, when I get asked to do things that I don't normally like to do or think I have time for, do it without complaining. When the Lord asks you, would you do this for me without complaint? Let's sow praise. Let's sow praise. Therefore, in Hebrews 13, it says, Through Jesus, therefore, let's continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. Let the fruit of our lips that confess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others. For such sacrifices, God is pleased with these. Last two. Let's weed out wrong thinking. Let's weed out wrong thinking and let's sow purity. Purity. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. Okay? It's, it's a shift. It's getting your life in line with the work of the Holy Spirit. And the last one, how about we do this? Let's weed out gossip. And let's sow and plant encouragement. That's what a prophetic people do. They sow encouragement in the face of everything that is discouraging. Don't let any unwholesome talk come from your mouth but only what's helpful for building up others according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And don't grieve the Holy Spirit with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption, but get rid of all that bitterness, all that rage, all that anger and brawling and slander, along with every form of malice, and be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, even as Christ forgave you. It's spring. See, the winter is gone. Align yourself with the work of God in this season. There's plenty to do in the garden bed of our soul and in the overflow of our heart so that we're building the kingdom and not tearing it apart. I want to invite you into it. and I. But right now, I want you to close your eyes because I want to read a scripture to you that really impacted me just this week as I was listening to someone do some teaching. And they read from the Amplified Version. And it just lifted my spirit. And, and it quickened in me the reality of Jesus. And I want you just to all close your eyes and listen 
listen to these words. Ephesians chapter 2. And you, meaning me and you, he made alive when you were dead, slain by your trespasses and sins, in which at one time you walked habitually. You were following the course and fashion of this world, and you were under the sway and the tendency of this present evil age, following the prince of the power of the air. You were obedient to and under the control of that demon spirit that still constantly works in the sons of disobedience, the careless, the rebellious, the unbelieving, who go against the purposes of God. Among these we were... Uh, among these, we as well as you once lived and conducted ourselves in the passions of our flesh, our behaviour governed by corrupt and sensual nature, obeying the impulses of the flesh and the thoughts of the mind, our cravings that were dictated by our senses and our dark imaginings. We were, by nature, children of God's wrath, and heirs of his indignation, like the rest of humanity. But God, so rich is he in his mercy, because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love which he loved us. Even when we were dead in our shortcomings, he made us alive together in fellowship and in union with Jesus. He gave us the very life of Jesus himself, the same life, new life, with, with which he quickened Jesus. For it is by grace, his favour and mercy, which none of us did deserve, that you are saved, delivered from judgment, and partakers in Jesus' salvation. And he raised us up together with him and made us sit down together, joining us Seat, uh, giving us joint seating with him in the heavenly sphere by virtue of our being in Jesus, the Messiah, the Anointed One. He did this that he might clearly demonstrate through the ages to come the immeasurable, limitless, surpassing riches of his free grace, his unmerited favour, his kindness and goodness of heart toward us through Christ Jesus. He gave the very life of Christ himself, that same life with which he quickened Jesus from dead, he gives to you. That very life that quickened Jesus from dead, he gives to you. Who would like to be quickened in this season and aligned? to the purposes and works of God for their life? Who wants to step into a, an, a quickening of that work of the Holy Spirit? If that's for you this morning, why don't you just stand up where you are right now because I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to come upon you in power and quicken the life of the kingdom in you. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for everyone that's here right now. And for those of us that are just standing right now in particular, Lord, we're saying 
we need a quickening. We need a quickening within us of the life that rose Jesus from the dead. And we know that's you, Holy Spirit. And so we just give you complete authority now to bring a quickening to that which is in us that is dead. And we say to everything that is in us that is dead, we say to you now in the name of Jesus, see, the winter is gone. And we release this new season of God, of spring, of new life. Holy Spirit, come. Come now. Come with greater power on each of us as we're standing here right now. Come, Holy Spirit. We welcome you as we stand in this theater of your creation. Come. Even more so. Let the quickening come in Jesus' name. Receive the kingdom of God, people. Yes, I do. So to the Holy Spirit in this season. Look for the eye, look with the eyes of faith. Look for the green shoots of God's kingdom as he comes to you. I bless you. I bless you in the name of Jesus. To walk in friendship and with authority in God. Bringing the kingdom where you walk. Seeing his goodness manifest. Now I'm just speaking now. I'm just like as I'm speaking. I'm just feeling like the Holy Spirit saying to make a prophetic declaration of quickening. That which has been dead and holding you back. And, and from stepping into the promises, the inherent promises and purposes of God for your life. And his salvation plan for where you walk and do every day. Look for the quickening. Look for it. In the name of Jesus. Look for the quickening. I bless you with the eyes of faith. To see what God's doing and to go with it. I'm just standing up the front here. I can't sort of... Can you just give me... And it's a bit crazy all around us. But if if you're sensing the Holy Spirit on you right now, there's a quickening happening in you, either in you or on you, can you just indicate that to me so I can just see what God's doing? For the, just keep your hand up nice and high. For those who've got your eyes closed, just look around. See where these hands are up. See that they're up. Take faith. God is at work among us. So... So to the work of the Spirit. Be encouraged. Even as you see God on others, so He is for you. He's at work where you cannot see. Be blessed. Know God is for you in this season. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Bless you guys. Thanks, hands down. Bless you guys. Hey, we're about to go and have some fun, but <coughs> with um, some more fun with... Um, you know, barbecue and castles and all that sort of stuff.